Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. You know, I've been talking about earned media value for quite some time on this podcast. My friends at Eisenberg have just raised the bar on earned media benchmarks with their social index. Social index now gives you globally earned media values across a growing list of six geographies for all your KPIs across the top seven social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. You can now visualize these values for deeper analysis, and they have a look-back window over two years of historical comparisons. Social Index is updated daily. Don't get stuck with old data. Over 1,000 companies have used the Social Index to understand the ROI of their social campaigns. And if you work with a social agency, you should demand they incorporate earned media values into your reports. Get your earned media value for social content. Visit earnedmediavalues.com slash Allen. Again, that's earnedmediavalues.com slash A-L-A-N. For all of us, it's about predicting where the consumer is going and getting half of it right. One of the things we want to do is create ads that don't suck. Embracing change creates great possibility. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. Today on the show, I've got Nicholas Bacos. He's the founder and chief strategy officer at Adverty. And on the show today, we talk about in-game advertising and gaming in general, as well as esports. We talk about the types of advertising that's available to the gaming platforms, the difference between mobile and console gaming opportunities, as well as the exploding industry of esports and how to think about that as a marketer. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Nicholas Bacos. Nicholas, welcome to the show. Thank you, Alan. It's uh, great to be here. So what is this I hear about a big fat cat? Yeah, yeah, my big fat cat. I was against having a, a cat as an animal a pet at home, but after 10 years trying to avoid having one, we bought a, a big fat white ragdoll cat. So uh, it's almost at uh, eight, nine kilograms. So that's a big fat cat. <laughs> That's awesome. And you are, I think, my first guest from Sweden. You're in Stockholm, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm based in Stockholm in Sweden, where we have our headquarters at Adverti, yeah. What led you to found Adverti? Yeah, Adverti, it's it's a long story that I want to make... Uh, 
rather short here today. But I've been active in, in the mobile gaming industry since the beginning of my career in the early 2000s. And uh, it's been a little bit of a rocky road, to be honest, joining small startups here and there, but also been working at some very big game uh, publisher companies. And after some 15 or so years of working for uh, foreign companies uh, based in Sweden, I, I really wanted to do something by myself. And I've always been very interested in virtual reality, augmented reality, smart glasses and things like that. And when that area got really hot in 2015, I started to think about what could be done in that area. And that basically led to Adverti after many beers and meetings, lunch meetings with my one of my childhood friends, who's one of the smartest guys I also know. So I needed him for the for his brain and for him to be funding and founding the company together with me. And we realized that I should really use my expertise and that lies in, in mobile gaming and advertising. So we wanted to revolutionize how, how to make advertising in virtual reality. That was really the first company idea around Adverti and, and how we founded the company in 2016. How do you describe what is Adverti today? What do you guys do? Well, Adverti today is uh, an ad tech company that basically has invented a new advertising method that we, after a few years, realized could be applied on all gaming platforms. The idea is originally coming from uh, how advertising should be done in in the field of view, so VR and AR. But uh, Seeing those platforms not growing as we expected in 2016, we took the idea, the advertising method that we had created and applied it on the biggest gaming platform, uh, mobile gaming. And, and that is really what Adverti is today, putting a new type of ads into mobile games as a first approach. And so like, how do I conceptualize it? Listeners, I'm sure there's many gamers in the listener community on this show, but there's probably some that don't. And how should I think about in-game advertising? Like, what, what does it look and feel like? Going back a couple of years, we've seen ads in, in games, uh, particularly in, in mobile games. Anything from banners, taking over the screen, interstitial full screen ads. But lately, there's been a lot of incentivized, rewarded video ads. And it's a great way for game developers to monetize their free-to-play games, but it's also a quite poor way of enabling an advert at the same time as you're playing the game because it's breaking the gameplay. It, it allows you to pause your gameplay for up to 30 seconds, and that's not really the way gamers want to experience ads. And it's also creating a, a pretty poor brand-safe environment uh, or having an ad interrupt gameplay all the time. And that is something that we wanted to change uh, and not getting the ad experience to interrupt gameplay. So we embedded the ad experience into the gameplay. So the the easiest way to to explain our take of in-game advertising, which we call seamless in-game advertising, is very much uh, the out-of-home experience that you see today. You're walking around in a real world and billboards, posters, advertisements uh, around uh, your everyday life. And that's how we do it in-game. So we allow game developers to put billboards and posters and 
basically any object of their liking to to have an advert on them. And our tech enables that advert to be created, and, and our tech also understands how that advertisement is behaving uh, within that scenario and how the how the gamer is, is seeing or not seeing that ad. To your point, it sounds like it's more natural in the gaming environment. It, it would be expected to have, say, a bus stop advertisement on the bus stop <laughs> or billboard on the side of a building that you might be like looking at in the game. Yeah, yeah. And in, in some instances, uh, our in-game advertising technology will actually help the game to look more uh, realistic as we will be able to apply real ads uh, into their into their gaming worlds. In, in, in some examples, obviously, we won't work. Uh, I'm not too keen to put billboards into a kind of a medieval battlefield, <laughs> for example. Uh, but there's so many good games out there. There's so many genres and categories that will fit nicely into what we're doing. So I'm, I'm not afraid to not being able to approach every single game out there. So uh, it's a big grab for us uh, and, and thousands of apps on, on Google Play and, and Apple App Store to, to integrate with. Well, and it seems natural from, from your roots of virtual reality, augmented reality, to make the leap into these other worlds just in two dimensions, or I don't know what the right word is, but more less immersive, but still it's an environment that you're in placing these advertisements with your tech. Yeah, exactly. And mobile gaming now is uh, by far the the leading platform in terms of everything, I would say, the reach which we are so dependent on reaching eyeballs. That's uh, obviously the first priority for for any advertiser. They want to reach their their target audiences and they want to do that in scale. But having said that, there will be a scenario in the near future where we go back to virtual reality, where we go back to augmented reality, when Apple and other companies will be releasing their take on smart glasses. And Advert is already in a position where we have spent a few years already developing ad technology for for those kind of platforms so we're we might start we might have started in the wrong end but everything that has been built for the future platforms are just sitting there and, and waiting for the right opportunity and until then it's mobile games it's going to be other platforms like console gaming most likely and i'm also personally very interested in how streaming gaming would look like in the coming years especially when 5g is released broadly in the global markets besides just placing the ads and managing that logistics and the tech behind that you're also focused on measuring it and you've got this thing called the brain impression algorithm tell me what that is Going back a little bit to how the technology works, we have two different ad units today. One that is uh, seamlessly integrated into the gaming worlds, as explained already. And another format that we put also very deeply integrated into the gaming menus. So we can actually have an ad in the gameplay, but also have an ad in between gameplay. And we think this opportunity equals uh, like one plus one equals three, uh, because we have an opportunity where you play the game, we unobtrusively 
show uh, brand messaging within gameplay and that creates obviously uh, understanding and an awareness around the brand and as soon as you stop playing we have a, another way to unobtrusively and very like super natively integrated into the gaming menus a way for the user to also interact with the brand by clicking on the ad and taking the full path to purchase for example and those combined is, is something that we are very unique in in the industry by offering both a branding solution but also a performance solution and independent on where you want to advertise within Adverti, it's always about measuring everything. Uh, and especially within brand advertising, you need to be able to, to go back to the advertisers and let them know about the viewability, about the uh, in-view time and things like that. And, and the good thing with digital advertising is that we have the opportunity to measure everything. Compare us, for example, with out-of-home advertising, you have a great opportunity, obviously, out-of-home with massive billboards, etc. But you, you can't really measure anything. You can only go with some assumptions on people walking past that sign or things like that. But with our solution, we can measure every millimeter, basically, and go back to the advertisers and saying that this is the viability of that particular sign. And for the impression you paid for, you actually got your ad visible for you know, 23 seconds, for example. So that's uh, amazing measurements to, to be able to feedback to advertisers. And uh, brain impression is our way of understanding viewability in-game in a three-dimensional world. And that is one of the kind of foundations with Adverti and how we established the framework around the, the advertising method that we built for virtual reality. How can we actually measure a, a sign that is going to be in a 3D world that is going to be part of a, a quite complex world of other objects, different materials, different lighting conditions, and especially like the, the complexity around the geometry. So when can you actually see that sign? Does it have to be big on uh, as, a, as an ad unit that you create or... Can it only can it be just a small label on a coffee cup, for example? And how, when is it actually being seen? And for us to understand that, we need to know the size of the ad unit as you, as a gamer, see it. So we need to understand the inclination angles towards the camera. So basically, what the gamer is seeing, and also every object around it, and the lighting conditions and things like that. And that's a pretty complex algorithm that we have built that is also understanding or taking up assumptions and understandings around how the human eye actually works, how well we are at seeing things in our central vision, and how worse our vision gets the more to the periphery we get. The studies around the human eyes is used within the way we, uh, especially in VR and AR, assume that ads are being seen. Fascinating. It seems fairly complicated and largely driven by the gamer's use of that three-dimensional world too. If I always go, I, I'm going to make this up, but if I always tend to go right in a world <laughs> first, all ads to the right are most likely going to be in some field of vision versus if I go left. And just to like, as a very simplistic example, so you've come up with a, the algorithm that says, okay, this game player is panning right and this billboard was dead center in their field of vision and 
these other two units were in their periphery. And so you're calculating the viewability of that. Exactly. And we want to be fair towards parties in the chain, so to speak. So uh, if an advertiser is, is spending heavily within one game, in, a, in an ideal world, they shouldn't pay for the ads that are shown uh, in your periphery during the, the whole gameplay, right? And that is something that our technology actually can figure out. So it's, yeah, it's pretty fascinating. This may be a step too far, but I'm just curious. Let's assume that you you have one of the top performing games and they're using your tech for the gameplay. Do you, could you get into a situation where certain ad units outperform others and then the game publisher or whoever is managing this ad placement in the background could actually price accordingly? Yes, in this is something that we will be building in the future, I would say, and nothing that exists today, but this is definitely something that we have been talking about internally for a long time and something that is fully doable. But it's all about prioritize the things that are needed uh, for the moment, so to speak. But this is definitely something that we will be able to do in the future and, and something that we will be able to feed back to game developers to make them understand basically where in their gaming worlds they, they should place ads and where not. Because we analyze movements, we analyze where basically which ad units have been seen and not. So this is something that we could potentially be delivering in the future, yes. We've been talking about advertising in games. Let's just talk about gaming in general and this notion of esports. It's not a notion, it's an actual industry of esports. I've seen in non-COVID times, these arenas full of people watching other teams playing against each other. Is that how I should think about esports, or or is there more than just the experiential component of it? I think that's ready to pop the question. The jewelers at Blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's definitely the way every every person is associating themselves with esports today. A few top-rated AAA games that are played professionally by esport games, esport teams. Uh, and I was also very fascinated uh, a few years ago when I saw that like big arenas in uh, uh, cities unheard of could gather like 70,000 people for three to five days. And they're just sitting in an arena watching five people play Counter-Strike. Uh, and it's the, the interests within gaming is so massive. And I definitely think that eSport as a sport will be a very common thing uh, in our society. 
Uh, and we've just seen the start of it. And people just love and watch uh, gameplay. And you, you see that in the arenas. You definitely see that on the streaming services like YouTube and Twitch, where you have some clips being watched hundreds of million times by people that are just interested in it. But I see sports uh, more than that. Many people tend to forget the kind of the amateur part of it, where we have a lot of games out there today that are played by hundreds of thousands of amateur esport players teaming up, playing in a team professionally, of course, but create these uh, communities of, of uh, you know esport tournaments and things like that. And luckily for Adverti, we are uh, using our technology in one of the bigger mobile esport titles, which is called Critical Ops by a game publisher called Critical Force in uh, Finland. They're almost nearing 100 million downloads. They have hundreds of thousands of daily active users around the globe playing what we call the the mobile version of Counter-Strike, basically. And um, that is a very good opportunity for brands to be very close to the real action within esports and put adverty ad placements within that experience. So as you mentioned earlier, having an ad in a bus shelter, that is something that we actually do utilize in that game. Uh, you walk around in the city of Barcelona, and you're, you're killing terrorists basically, but, um, but we're putting programmatic ads into that experience. And that's a, a super way for for brands to be uh, reaching a lot of, of active esport gamers. And then on top of that, obviously, you have, the, you have a lot of marketing and, and advertising opportunities within esports where you can brand the esport arenas and you can brand the teams, put your logo on their jerseys and stuff like that. But I would say we are one of few opportunities that really get the brand message into the, the gaming experience within esports. And that is that I think is something that will just grow in the coming years. It wasn't until my daughter, who's she's now 13, but she's been watching YouTube gameplay for various games that she's into. I think now I may have this wrong, but I think she's still into The Sims right now. And so watching YouTubers play Sims for literally hours. And I was like, wow. And then for Christmas this past year, asking for a sweatshirt that was branded by one of the one of the, the gamers, I was like, wow, there's not just watching endless streams of people playing games, but now these YouTubers or folks on Twitch are monetizing the opportunity for themselves as well through merchandise and other things. And the uh, everything eSport and streaming and all the new uh, social services that are growing uh, around the globe are fantastic opportunities for marketeers, of course. And we live in a very fast-paced world. So it's a media agency. You need to understand how the world is changing to, to understand where you find your target audience in the end. You talked about critical ops and nearing 100 million downloads. It's that's a lot of potential users. If I think about esports as in a broader sense, not just the arenas where you've got many thousands of people congregating, and obviously there's probably broadcast opportunities there too, but like just the amateur gaming component of reaching millions versus thousands, that's a huge difference. <laughs> 
It is, it is. Uh, and, and I think that's a, the, the great thing about mobile gaming. Yeah, the reach is so much bigger than, than other gaming platforms. You can't really compare a mobile game to a console game today. If you if you remove the kind of the top five games like Fortnite that has a massive user base, obviously. But uh, middle-sized mobile game is, is reaching more users than the top console games, for sure. And in the end, that's what you want. You want to please the advertisers, but a good reach, right? If you're thinking about like examples, you've highlighted some examples already, but like either examples of in-game or esports marketing that people are doing and doing well in your mind, what comes to mind? I think advertising within esports is just at its infancy, to be honest. Uh, we've seen some few examples being made. I think MasterCard did something in League of Legends putting uh, like a, a Mastercard banner at the start of, of a battle in that game. But I would refer to one of our own campaigns, to be honest, where we teamed up with the media agency OMD and Activision for their latest console release of Call of Duty. And they wanted to target their ideal uh, users, obviously being like a first-person shooter gamer. And they wanted it to be like contextually fit as well so what we did was they created some really nice call of duty creatives that had the so we ran the campaign in sweden so they put the swedish dollar horse which kind of every swede knows and they created campaign creatives around that and we put it on the bus shelters of critical ops where we knew that everyone playing the game obviously loves a first-person shooter. And the so the contextual is like a 100% fit. And having a creative that was also geographically correct would uh, make pretty much sense when playing the game. I, I guess it draws the attention when you see the Dollar Horse a Call of Duty game and you're playing a first-person shooter game. And the campaign got was a real success and and activision and omd talked about it for weeks after and that was a really cool campaign to be doing in an esport environment where do you think the future of esports and in-game advertising what will it look like in the future the the target audience for esports is ideal uh, for many advertisers you have the 18 to 34 uh, year old segment where people are usually heavy spenders, they're into gaming, etc. There will be a wide opportunity for many brands to be associating themselves with esports. Knowing that, I do think that there will be big movement of advertisers moving into esports, different opportunities, anything from branding real-world tournaments to to looking much closer into how, how they can get a bigger reach as well. But also the kind of the second viewing window by having a like a world tournament being played in an, in an arena where potentially 70,000 people are watching. Those games are also obviously going to be streamed on Twitch and YouTube for weeks and, and potentially years after. And that creates a second opportunity for, for advertisers to, to reach that audience in a recorded, like a streaming window. So a lot of different opportunities within esports. And I think esports is just going to grow and the advertising opportunities and the brands committed to that genre and that platform will increase heavily in the next five years for sure. I want to switch gears and get to know you a little bit better, which is what we do on this show. And one of my favorite questions to ask is, 
has there been an experience of your past that defines or makes up who you are today? Well, I guess uh, everything I did until founding Adverti was was uh, creating a foundation to to be able to to create uh, a company like this. I, I spent almost 20 years in, in gaming and learned the, the whole ecosystem around uh, especially mobile gaming, anything from how, how the tech works to how you do business in this, in this industry. And having an own interest in technology, everything basically is summed up to creating uh, and, and founding Adverti. So I've been in my whole career very niched into gaming, especially the kind of the marketing and the business development around it. But I come from a, a technical background and I started my career uh, doing technical things. So it all ended up pretty nicely uh, in, in getting an opportunity to create create this company and hopefully seeing it become bigger. I think we're just in the starting points of Adverti today where we are enabling a new media platform and making sure that there are technology available for gaming as a, as a media channel to hit the world. And when it does, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go fast because gaming is already so big reaching 3 billion people today so we're just waiting for the, the technology to be recognized and gaming as a whole to be considered a, a media platform for the future what advice would you give your younger self if you're starting all over to listen to what you like and what you believe in and really focus on that and put all your strengths and time and and, and efforts into what you believe and what you like and not really listen too much on uh, what other people say and do you know the things that you potentially have to do well you should go to school obviously but listen to your heart uh, and, and do what you love because if you continue doing that you'll succeed in the end kind of silly question but I like asking this question has there been an impactful purchase of a hundred dollars or less for you say in the last six to twelve months I think I'm going to put a silly answer into this one. I, For the first time ever this winter, I bought these winter gloves that has this special kind of textile on the fingertips. So you could actually use your phone with the gloves on. And I've, I've known about that for years, but this was the first time I actually bought a pair. And they were good. I just love being able to put up the phone there and not having to remove the glove to do some quick emails or stuff like that. So yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I, had a, I had a similar situation too, where I've known about those for years, never for whatever reason purchased a pair, but did this past winter as well. And, and it's a game changer. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Should be, should be on every glove out there. Exactly. A, a couple more marketing type questions for you. I'm curious if there's like brands or companies or causes that you follow or you think other people should be taking notice of. Personally, I'm pretty snowed into what I'm doing uh, at work. So it's I spend a lot of time within the gaming industry, of course, and I'm still amazed about this industry, to be honest, how big it has become. I remember doing mobile games in the year of 2001 or something like that. And and at that time, I think we had 3% of the Western world population playing mobile games. And people were laughing, obviously, when we when we talked about uh, doing a game on a very small mobile phone. And, and today, it's mass market, 60, 65% or more playing, playing games on, on your phone. And 
the industry is generating hundreds of, of billions in revenue now every year. I, I like the fact that it enables anyone from obviously those big publisher houses, but also small indie studios that can, within a few months, create the, the most wonderful game out there. They have the opportunity to release it on a global scale. And if they've done their work correctly, they'll be awarded with millions of dollars in revenue. And I think there are very few industries where you, as a one to three person company, can go out on a global scale and and create a product that makes you a lot of money. And even though the industry has matured in the last years, there's still on, on, on a weekly basis an opportunity for a, a new small indie studio to go out there and release a game that becomes a, a top 10 game for the moment and make them millionaires, basically. That's something that I admire a lot. Last question for you. What do you think is the largest opportunity or threat to marketers today? Well, I wouldn't do my job if I didn't say that uh, (laughs) marketers should start looking heavily into gaming. It is the newest, the biggest and the coolest media channel out there, but it's still unheard of for so many marketeers out there so that's gaming is the biggest opportunity for marketeers the biggest threat is definitely the fact that the world is moving very fast and what i mean with that is that if you're a marketeer you need to understand what is happening out there in the world where people are spending their time and what they're doing you need to be aware of trends you need to be aware of new social medias and things like that Uh, if you are still spending on tv print and traditional internet related services you're easily five years behind in where you could be at the moment. Having your eyes opened and, and, and invest early into new opportunities, you'll be able to reach audiences in a new way. And being first could be a big win for marketeers. Well, Nicholas, thanks for coming on the show and, and giving us like the overview, if you will, of esports and gaming. Thank you. Thank you very much, Alan. My pleasure. Hi, it's Alan again. Marketing Today was created and produced by me with support from my team and podcast editors, sound engineers, and writers at Share Your Genius. Find them at shareyourgenius.com. If you're new to Marketing Today, please feel free to write us a review on iTunes or your favorite listening platform. Don't forget to subscribe on marketingtodaypodcast.com and tell your friends and colleagues about the show. I love to hear from listeners. You can contact me on marketingtodaypodcast.com. There you will also find complete show notes, links to what was discussed in the episode today, and you can search our archives. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. Mom does 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.